All right, buddy? Yep. You seem a little bit off this morning. No, I'm all right. You sure? Yeah, yeah. Something's off. I don't know what it is. Yep. Yeah, something's off with the kid. You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. That was fucking good, Tom. Was it? Yeah. Fucking good. Yeah, it was a nice, nice drink there you had. Just setting the tone for the day. It tastes unbelievable. Yeah, it is good. Like, shockingly good. Mm. I can sit there and pound that shit. It tastes like, to me, it tastes like a gold Powerade, but less sugary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a little bit of that in there for sure. That's what I like. I like to have it with a, a bit of water in it as well. I had a couple of rosés last night. <laughs> you called it. You I called fucking it. knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I know your body, dude. Yeah. Kid had a couple of rosés. Yeah. I just didn't want to spoil it. Yeah. I didn't want to spoil the on-camera magic. Well, mate, the on-camera magic, you, you better include me fucking asking. That can be before the podcast. It'll be a preamble. Yeah, put the preamble. Prelude. But that, that helped. Yeah. Did you get through a bit, did you? I got through a little bit. It's good rosé. Well, it's rosé season. I'm not shocked that you got through some. It's rosé season. Bit of a family dins, didn't you? Family dins. Ella's cousin's in from North States. Yeah, right. Uh, you show them how the Aussies do fucking Well, I, sh- I show them how to fucking... I fight up the Weber. Oh, show yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, I show them how we make rosé down here. Mm. Best possible way. They enjoyed it, I assume. Fucking hope. Given that you've had a couple. Well, we all had a couple. That's what I mean. That's right. We all had a couple. Did yeah. you let him know that it's on sale right now, hellosport.shop? I did. Yeah. I did. I said, listen, head to hellosport.shop. Take some home with you. I gave him a couple of bottles because I'm that sort of guy. Yeah, that is actually, that would have been rude if you didn't. I'm a fucking stand-up guy, right? Great host. What'd you cook in the barbie? A few ribeyes, a few sausages. How'd you go? Fucking cherry ripe. Yeah, now You're it. always a little bit nervous, aren't you? You're always. Yeah, it's, it's like a high brothers. wire act. And I'm, listen. You may as well be doing a live show. I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to the punter and the dribbler. I. I know how to barbecue. Invariably, I, I get it right more often than not. In fact, I always get it right. That sort of speaks to me as a person more than anything. But I'm not out there with like fucking thermometers and shit and like. Not I'm yet. Not all though. that shit. I've got not that yet. in my hey, future. Hey, hey, I've got that in my future. Hey, I do. when I'm retired and I've got that fucking Argentinian set up, like an old mate that called in once. No, no, no that was our fucking endo. Endo. endo so. Made it himself. Sorry, bro. You get confused on it. Yeah, you do. Um, then yeah, I'll be a I'll be a thermometer guy. I'm not a thermometer guy yet. I'm a vibe guy. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Google, okay, how long? Yeah, okay, sweet. I'll I'll work this out. I marinated them for a little while, just salt and pep, pretty simple, bit of olive oil. And then got to fucking got to cook and sausages went on first. Those cunts take forever. Well, yeah, I'm actually and this probably in the barbecue, I've maybe even said this in the barbecue circles, this would probably make me like a real Bitch, but I don't care because they take too fucking long. Otherwise, I just do the. Oh, the, you butterfly them? Not full butterfly. Ooh, yeah. Not full butterfly. You just instead of doing the poke all through it, you don't even you don't poke them either. I just do a slice. Yeah, but it speeds the fucking time up. Yeah, but what's best for the sausage? I fucking think the sausage just tastes exactly the same. No, once you once you poke the hole in them, all the fucking juices go. Mate. They all fuck off. Yeah, but you don't need that much. Like it, what you see, that there makes is, it taste better. Yeah, it but if does. you cook them in a pan. The not juices the are all there as well. Not in the pan, baby. I'm on no, the... but I'm just saying, like, the juices come out. I'm on the Weber. The juices come out of that thing. Listen, I think we can all acknowledge that if you're fucking butterflying a sausage or poking holes all through the cunt, it's going to lose some flavour. Why do they say poking holes then? They don't. 
Well, no, it's that is yeah. That's a bit like it's a myth for a reason. A myth started by it. communists. Yeah, Tom. we didn't start it though. <laughs> it's a commie myth that's permeated this bloody uh, great fabric of this nation. Because I thought it was going to explode or some shit. Oh well, this is interesting. So it says that people poke small small holes in them to stop them from exploding, but this is because back in the day, butchers used to add water to their sausages. So if you didn't prick them. They would kind of roll uh, up. Okay, so it's just from a it's a it's, it's a, a bygone era. A bygone mm. era. Yeah. So we use proper stuff now. Um, mate. Then the fucking the steaks went on, killed it, nailed it. Yeah. I'd say, I would say they came out on the on the fringe between medium rare and medium. I think that's probably where we landed. Why the fuck's a sausage take so long? Like the skin, but like it's not that fucking heck. Can I tell you something, Tom? No fucking idea. No idea. That's Even what, the skinny ones take a that's while. That's what I mean. It doesn't... And then you have a steak and you're like, well, this thing's fucking good to go. Because I had some skinnies and some fat boys. The fat boys went on first. They took an age. And you got to fucking variate the heaks. You can't have two hogs and it burns the fucking outside and the inside's uncooked. You're just like... I don't like to go too hot because if you go too hot, you're fucked. You are. I like to go medium heat and then just... just We just chuck along. Too hot, it's all over. You're done. You can't, you can't unburn something. No, you can't. I think maybe it's just because of the the density of the meat in a sausage. It's like all tightly packed as opposed to a steak, which I don't know seems wouldn't like be it as tightly apart. Yeah. packed, right? Yeah. Mm. Makes mm. a lot of sense. Yeah, it sort of does, I guess. Anyway. anyway, I put on a fucking great show for the in-laws. Let, let let Ella sit on the couch while I went the big lift, cleaned up as well. You know, it was one of it was one of those cleanups where you, I needed two runs of the dishwasher. That much shit was around. Oh, you don't bloody wash the dishes. I like washing them after a fucking. I do dishwasher. No, no, and then... it depend, depends what. I won't. I, things there's things that can be washed and things that can't. Yeah, but I will in the dishwasher. I'll often just wash it all by hand. Fuck that. I like it. You I like? Pref- that. I actually prefer it. I find it meditative. You're just in there. You get it done right. Yeah, nah. I'm a big dishwasher. I I've obviously got plenty of dishwasher in me. We all know that, but last night was a was a it was a dishwasher job. Mm. Otherwise, I'm anti-social. You're in. You ought to be. In well, there that's actually three hours. that's a perfect a perfect uh, point you make. You don't want to be anti-social. I would have been in there for three hours if it was a, if it was a sink job. You got to. You yeah, I'd guess. Yeah, I'd guess. You got then you got to what you got to rinse, wash, dry yourself. You got you got probably got to go through four or five different sink waters. Then how long does your dishwasher time. take? I need to fill up the sink as well. I'm saying I'm a bit more of a fucking just have the tap on. So. Oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah, well, yeah but you, you, can't, you can't get enough heat out of the bastard. I my the e- the e- the eco wash Tom, which I like to do, fan of the planet. Uh, <laughs> that's me overnight wash. Last night was just the. I would say it probably took forty minutes, maybe an hour. Eco overnight. Why is it a slower? Eco's a slower slower wash, mate. Less water. Less water over time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. No, I don't know how that works. I thought eco- I don't even know how I don't even know how dishwashers work. Have you seen dishwashers like uh, inside of a dishwasher? There's videos of it. I'm like, how the fuck is this clean? This how's this getting everything? Everything. Because it's it's just like little bits of water. It's just little tiny bits of water. But it's shit squirting from all angles, even the side. Yeah, but even still. Sometimes you you need to you need to really work a glass over like yeah. maybe something's got some coffee in the bottom of it or maybe a bit of Milo if you have a hot chocolate or something like that. it it's 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 a bit of it's a bit of legwork getting that fucking thing clean and then the yep. dishwasher goes in there spitting around very little water I've been led to believe less than a sink get up 
Get that up, please. Less than a sink's worth for a full dishwasher. There's like not much water they use. I could be completely wrong. That could be complete horseshit. That's interesting. Thing. Yeah, I don't know that. And and yet it. they come out. Good to go. Ninety nine percent of the time, phenomenal. So I have heard for a long time that using a dishwasher uses less water than washing it by hand on average. That's Obviously what I. That's what I was led to believe. But it says here a six star rated dishwasher on average uses nine point five liters of water per cycle. And a three-star dishwasher uses 17 litres. What about me eco-wash? Well, an eco-wash, as you said, would probably use less. Have to. Um, Otherwise, it's a very misleading setting. Well, it could, I mean, by what standard are you allowed to use the word eco, right? If it just uses less than the main one, but still more than a sink, it's still eco, technically. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm... what I'm looking for is um, acknowledgement from Dior Dave that an eco wash is actually more water efficient. Some, something better. No, it's better. definitely less water. It doesn't sure. specify here on CanStar Blue how much less water, but it does say less. Anyway, the eco wash, in my experience, takes longer. So you do it overnight. And it's good for the planet, so whatever, or better for the planet. Just slightly better, even if it's that. It's still something. It's a good on you, mate. Thanks, mate. But Big Day Rosé on sale right now. HelloSport.shop. It did get some some Yanks drunk last night, which is nice. Responsibly. Responsibly. Speaking of alcohol, today's episode is uh, where we decide what our second cocktail is going to be. For listen, the Hello Sport Christmas party. Listen, cocktail number is- one. Is the margarita. Correct. The classic. The classic. Tommy's. Well, I was thinking about this. There's, there, there, this is where we could get a little bit interesting as well. Do we commit to a classic and then just have the option of having it over ice if you want? Or do we want the Tommy's, which is actually a different version of a margarita? It's like a garbage syrup. And I shit. feel like Tommy's better than classic, just generally. We have got Sheila's coming and they more often than not will go the classic over really the Tommy. i yeah. don't know that oh, i think i oh, man for man tom trust me woman for woman um i let's see well so you've obviously got a, a wife who's a classic and i have a wife who's a tommy's i just i will i a lot of her when we go out with her friends that's all classics mm. i noticed steph got a tommy's the other night She's which a, did pique my interest mm, spicy tommy's which did pique my interest because i thought to myself okay yeah, there's a woman over there having mm. a Tommy. Yeah, she just got hotter. She's having a Tommy. Correct. A couple of Tommies that night. Um, I don't give a fuck in that regard, really. Okay. Whatever. Well, listen, we're talking cocktails. No, for no, the no. Big day. What I mean is, I'm saying if 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 you want to go classic and then we can convert it to a Tommy's, I don't give a shit. That's not going to bother me. I think if we can have the spicy option as well with the margaritas, I might. That's so- what I'll be putting my hey. We need to be able to have a spice. I might say to him, I might say, listen, we want a classic and a Tommy's margarita option and also a spice. And I'd like that to sit under the umbrella of the same same cocktail. I won't won't have that count as two. That'll be one. The big question, punters and jubblers, and it's, it's it's getting a lot of interest. Tongues wagging. Is what do you do about the second cocktail? Now, originally, we had floated internally... The potential of of going the pina colada. Yeah, we've 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 sort of run this by a couple of different people, and there's been concern, and I think potentially rightly so, 
as to the sessionability of a pina colada. Mm. Like, can you have more than two in a sitting? I'm not sure I ever have, and I'm not sure I've had any great demand to internally. Mm. That's where the potential Mai Tai comes into the situation, which was pounded with an inch of its life over the weekend down in uh, Naruma. Also, shout out to the Mossy Point Driblet, who led me to believe that it's Browley, mm. not Broly. Few people reached out actually about that. Browley. I hear ya. I see ya. And I see ya. And I experienced ya. I was in ya. And I loved it. So now, Dior Dave of former cocktail specialist at... Isabel Bondi. Isabel R- Bondi. R-I-P. Which he ran into the ground is now fucking <laughs> defunct. Yeah. No, it's, it's finished now. It's probably like a, a, it's like a bookstore or a CD store. It's like a video easy now. That's how badly fucked That's it. That's how badly fucked it. Now, he will be the mixologist today and will be providing Tom and I with pina coladas and Mai Tais and we will make a final we'll make an, Well, an informed decision. And I want everyone to know this, all right? I want people to fucking get this through their thick skulls. We don't want to have cocktails at 11.07 on a fucking Wednesday in the morning. We don't want to, but we have to. It's part of the job. The English in us wants, it's, it's sort of, it is part of us, the English part of us is crying out for 11sies. Sure, Eddie, but I don't... what rich people do when it's 11 o'clock? They're like, let's get drunk again. Well, potentially, but you and I aren't that. We're just hardworking Australians at our core, mate. And, you know, we are doing this as a work exercise. We're getting paid for this. We're on the clock. Correct. We're trucking nut. It's research. It's R&D. It's R&D. And we do not skimp on R&D. No, we don't. Not at Hello Sports Studios. Not the center of excellence. No. Which you need to fix. I do. I keep fucking going to email them. And then now, have you made a Mai Tai before? I have made a Mai Tai before, yes. And what would you give your Mai Tai out of 10, like coming into this? I just want, I want to know what we're expecting out of you. Are these, are you a cocktail maker yeah. of note? Because like this might be the thing. Because that- if your cocktails are dog shit, I need to know that now so I know what I'm working with. No, I would say I'm a cocktail maker of note. I would okay. say I would give my Mai Tais, look, I haven't made it in a while, but I would say I could hit at least an eight. Okay, that's good. All right. That's All right. good. All right, now, what is in a Mai Tai? And what is in a pina colada? So pina colada is pretty easy. It's rum, pineapple, and coconut cream. Love rum. Yeah. Uh, classic combination there, the rum, pineapple, and coconut. And in a Mai Tai, you've got... So uh, pina colada is white rum. In a Mai Tai, you've got both dark rum and white rum. You've mm. got lime juice. You've got orange curacao, triple sec, orange liqueur, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you have orgette syrup which is a syrup that's made from almonds, rose water, a little bit of sugary stuff, just a bit of a sweet kind of nutty taste. Okay, sweet nut. <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet nut. Sweet, sweet nut. Great See, that's, that's where the concern for us has come from, I think, is the coconut cream. Mm. How sustainable is that long term? Great point. The only thing I'll say here is as well, and it's just hearing the ingredients, is there was lemon or lime in there. Do you want to bear back back-to-back citrusy options, whether potentially... Now, again, having not tried a Mai Tai in some considerable amount of time to the point where my brain has forgotten what it even tastes like. Early concerns. We've got too much cream, sessionability of the fucking pina colada. 
But then we also have, firstly, the unknown, soon to be known, intangible of the Mai Tai. But do <laughs> we get overwhelmed with citrus? Very acidic. You've got to cut on your tongue. That could be a huge problem. Um, we'll be checking tongues on the way. No, we will. Ch- tongues, but we'll have a doctor with a fucking... Get your tongue out, cunt. Get your tongue out, cunt. Um, so, do we put reasonable, Dave... Reasonable, reasonable concern. Do we put Dave to work and we just carry on our job? Or is yeah. this like, is Dave going to be shaken on camera? Well, I think we probably just carry on at the good night, don't yeah. you? Press on, as they say. But as a dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some I will. liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. We love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. I tell you what though, the fact that we are testing cocktails for the upcoming Hello Sport Christmas party is a real indication about where we are as a people and what time of year it is. I know. It's fucking unbelievable. I could have sworn, Tom, that... 
New Year's Eve was the other week. It just goes quick, dude. Every year, obviously it goes quick every year, but you're like, fuck. But do you know what the, the scat thing is? It's basically... It's basically where we're coming home from Vegas, basically. That's how quick this all goes. We just got back from Vegas. But we're not, though. I know we're not, dude, but it goes. I tell you what, this time of year, I think, not necessarily specifically this, maybe in like a couple of weeks, maybe even like early December, but like... Early December? December right. uh, is actually the best part of the year. The, I think the lead up to Christmas is unbelievable because yeah. everyone's fucking foaming at the mouth. It's sort of like I always, in a weird way, preferred Christmas Eve to Christmas when I was a kid because the excitement mm. is just palpable and there's a bit of magic in the air yes. and maybe you spotted a garden fairy and, you know, Santa's on his way. Yeah. And But once Christmas comes, it's... Sort of admin heavy. It's sort of a letdown. Well, no, like it's a letdown, but it's like if admin. You, know what you gotta I mean? go to like, your family's you've, you've, houses and you just fucking it, lunch and then it, it's over and you're like, okay. It's good. It's obviously it's great. It's just it doesn't really meet the the high watermark that you'd set for it. In, no, like of, the where, uh, the high watermark that is set when you are going to bed expecting a fucking fully grown adult male in a red suit to climb into your house and deliver you presents. That's exactly you've left cookies out. That's for. exactly what I'm talking about. And beer and mild beer. Yeah, videos. yeah. You uh, just don't. You don't have that. It doesn't deliver on that excitement. Although when you wake up as a kid, did you get sacks? Yeah, I'd, I'd you wake up so. and you have a full sack on the end of your bed. You're like, holy yeah. shit, dude! Yeah. You have like no preconception. Well, no, but you got no preconception of how truly haunting it would be if that was a real occurrence that someone's broken into your house and left your presents. Well, if he was jolly, it wouldn't be a big. Yeah, I'm still fucking not having it. But block your ears, kids. Santa is still real. I um the the beauty of this time of year is that you only have, like, most of your obligations are, like, fun. But, like, familial obligations are always a bit more of a ball lake. You know what I mean? You got to make the effort for the family. You got to go and do it. You know what I mean? Whereas this stuff, it's like everyone's kind of just checking out. Checking out. Oh, people are checking, checking out. Checking out left, right, and center. I, I feel like people have checked the fuck out. I went over to Mossman the other night, Monday, 6 p.m., Tom. It was about 6 p.m. neat. No one in the tunnel. No one. It's about fucking 10 cars in there. Couldn't believe my eyes. Monday night. Like, where the fuck is everyone? Then it occurred to me. Wasn't it Melbourne Cup last Tuesday? Yes, it was. Well, we are officially in silly season. Silly season. And people have checked the fuck out. People no one's in the that. car because no one's at work. No. Or people are working, working from, from home. home. Yeah. Right there in front of me. Cut to Dave. Oh, can you Look walk? At that can, arm. can you walk me through the action? Yeah. So the way I was taught by one of the best in the business, Kate McGraw. Shout out! Get out of here, Kate McGraw. Kate McGraw. That's right. Yeah. The incomparable Kate McGraw. The incomparable Kate McGraw. That's right. <laughs> um, so you basically want to be hitting four points. So you want to be going top, back, bottom, back. So the back is the same point, but you want to go top, back, bottom, back. Why? It just because you want the liquid to be forming a figure eight motion. While you're uh, while you're shaking it, so it gets mixed properly. Because that's that's uh, you need you need to hit the eight if you're a mixologist. Oh, he's hitting the eight. Yeah, look at that, look at that. That was speed oh, too. Yeah, yeah. I never really got the hang of doing the double shake. Like I can do a one hander with my right hand. It's not that good. But there are people who do double shakes 
people oh, who yeah. do shake and stir, which is like I a just used to do the fucking squawk and eagle, whatever it was yeah, called. Yeah, not getting that figure eight. I wasn't hitting eight points. You weren't making love. You were filming a porno. Oh yeah, fucking oath I was. That's I feel like sometimes. There's probably two schools of thought in the cocktail game. You're either just trying to make someone come or you're trying to make love. Yeah. I'm I, don't more know, I, don't the, many, I don't know how many people are coming in pornos. I think it's all quite performative. You don't think people are, are coming? What do you think those loads are that are shooting out of penises there, Edward? <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> I, it'd, be, it'd be fascinating to be on set for one of those, being like, all right. Prime yourself up for... Oh, fuck, dude, that'd be uncomfortable. The ending. Yeah. I watched The Girl Next Door the other day. Great film. Very much a random choice of mine. Uh, late night. But they film a porno in that. I'm always like, do they get hard in film a scene? Then it's like, okay, now let's go film it. They like, get soft again. Like, you got to go change camera setups, lights. It's all right. Now I've got to prime myself back up again. Or do you just try and stay hard? Listen, I don't know. I don't want to put words in the mouths of uh, you porn, know, stars. porn stars the world over, but I think they, I assume that they would have sort of like a superhuman ability to prime and unprime when and where and how they feel. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, okay, you want me to get prime? Bang. Done. I, that's what I'd want to see. Now that's like look, Boogie, Boogie Nights was a little bit like that, wasn't yes, it? He, he, had, so. he was he was master of his own domain. But I would really like if there's someone who has the ability to be like and just get hard, like in a matter of say ten seconds, even a minute. I'd give you a minute. Like if you're just using your brain to get hard in a minute, I think that's pretty <laughs> fucking insane. And yeah. I'd want to see that live. But also, like you can go up and down at will. Well, okay, so then you're going soft and like that's an insane. What you go up and then just. Well, do you know there's a there's a whole porn category that's no touch orgasms for men. There you go, Mister Porn over here, Mister comments on porn, Mister knows everything about it. Like, get back to your my time, mate. Yeah, yeah. Don't we're come almost done. We're just doing the garnish. Okay, what are you what are you garnishing with? So for a garnish for the my time, I've got a nice sprig of mint that'll help the aroma get into your nose and activate the olfactory senses, which help you taste better. I always thought olfactory was like something that you had in cars. You know, like an ANCAP safety rating. Old factory? I don't know. You know, old factory. Just old like ANCAP a, safety ratings, not. What the fuck's that got to do with old factory? You know when cars have different offer, when you're selling a car, right? Mm -hmm. It's got dual airbag. Fucking yeah, airs for going. sure. Old factory just sounds like something you'd be saying. In a Is he saying old factory? I don't know. No, old factory. All one word. O-L factory. Old factory sensors. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. <laughs> So and the, what's with the faction. what's with the toothpick in the mouth? Is that well? No, I think that's just because he's. I mean, it obviously looks a bit old timey. No shoes as well. Love it. The cherry there. Oh, the cherry, nice, very nice. All right, Ed. Bottoms up, old boy. To fucking to glory to truck and nut. Well, to yeah, to truck and seed, pure seed. Oh. The garnish came out, Dave, like a bad start. And now I poured fucking my tile over myself. Lucky I'm wearing boardies. Tom's just done himself a mischief. He's getting clumsy, I've noticed lately. Which, it's not cause for concern just yet, punters and dribblers, but I am keeping a, cl a close eye on things. Just because as he approaches 40 rapidly, just want to keep an eye on his, on his faculties. Like the moment at the uh, just keep an eye on things. Well, that's what I'm referring to. Yeah, that was. That's what I'm bad. referring to. That was pretty 
Big Day Board Riders episode one on YouTube at the moment. You can check out another of his fuck ups there. Yeah, no, you, listen. I, I he get also what shit himself on camera not long ago, so I'm 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 just a little worried. I'm due for like a fall. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm getting to that age. It's like, oh, you yeah, had your well, break your, your wrist. I had fucked. a fall. Shoulder is fucked. Hammy is my hammy. Yeah, is your fucked hammy's though. fucked though, so you can't talk. Um, let me get back to this though. Some Mai Tai, there's a lot of different Mai Tai recipes. I think it was invented in the 70s at a bar called Trader Vicks. Uh, some recipes do use a bit of sugar syrup. I haven't used any today because the orgette syrup can be quite sweet, but you can have it a little sweeter if you want. There's a bit of, you know, bit of main, uh, bit of, I don't know, finicking you can do with it. It's yeah. delicious. First, firstly, firstly, first things first, delicious. You've, uh, you've, you've actually really impressed me, Dave, with your knowledge. You've come in prepared. Yeah. You've given a little bit of a background of the cocktail. You've explained your your, your methods, your shaking and your methods, madness, the figure eights, um, and it's a good my it's a good my tie you've knocked up. Yeah, thank you. So well thank done. You. It is nice. Thank you. Um, you know what I think we possibly also should have done here, and you know hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, I'd like to be able to have a margarita so that I can see how my palate dances. Between three drinks, you know what I mean. Well, I can make a margarita here if you if you want as well. I think it's probably important. I think so. I think, I think uh, listen. I think we should. I think it's. I think we should. This is a high level. I'm. I know what you're saying though. With with welcome to acidity town. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the case. Hey, I'm I'm happy to pop in and say g'day to acidity town because I pound fucking margaritas into the earth so you could you could you could yeah, you might be mayor of acidity town I, at least you're running for mayor I'm running for mayor yeah. I think well, I'm, elections I'm, I'm, are there being held currently yeah, that's exactly well they're imminent Tom I'm your running mate but yes. I don't want to rule I don't want to lead the town yeah I mean, I'm your I'm your Bobby Burke henchman who goes around and rezones everything for you <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our good mate BB. <laughs> uh, some OG listeners will know exactly what we're talking about. Shout out to Max as well. <laughs> Shout out to Max, who didn't tell us the story. No, who didn't tell us the story about Bobby on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> a courtesy um, bus. Um, <laughs> yeah. listen, listen, it's nice. It's, it's nice. fucking nice. I Listen, election's imminent. For my ascension to mayor of Acidity Town, however, <clears throat> is it going to be too much for the palais of people? It's the, it, the concern that I would have just in this early iteration is its similarity to a margarita. In you can make them a little bit more rummy, uh, rummy, bit, yes, a little bit sweeter as well, which takes away some of the acidity. You can so like I think I wonder whether rummy more rum takes away the acidity. Some of the ones we were having in um in Hawaii would have been more rummy, less uh limey. I don't think you want it sweeter. Mm -mm. I think you want it maybe a little more rummy. Do we have to go anywhere today? I could fucking what half of my tie and I'm ready to fucking go. That's the thing about the my tie worth remembering. Is it'll get you going. And listen, there's just I hear you, but I'm I'm pretty sure that a half a glass of fucking big day gets me going. Or, you know, just the fucking mention of a margarita will get me going. So I don't wanna again, I'm I'm a big Mai Tai guy, right? Like there's no denying that officially. I'm happy to say it. 
running mate of potential future mayor of a city town. <laughs> it's on but, the public record. The, but I have concerns. I think, Dave, so are you doing margaritas now? I'm just doing a bit of prep work for the margarita, okay, margarita just salting some rim. I think you want to get going. Once you've done that salting of the rim, I think you're going to want to um, get going on those pina coladas pretty quick. Oh, well, hang on. I think we know. I think we need to play. We've got to play the Mai Tai and the margarita. It's specified point. at no, the no, top. Sorry, it's a great point. It's a great specified point. at the top. Yeah. If you're going to break it up with a pina colada, you're going to come back to yeah. the fucking margarita good to go. Yeah, obviously. No, it's true. The of concern course. has and we remains until we've tasted it and thought about it and mm. digested it yeah. and mulled it over mm. is how much cream... Is too much cream. How much cream can a dribbler consume? Yeah. A bit of a play on the old how much wood can a wood chuck chuck. How much cream can a dribbler consume if a dribbler could consume cream? Cream. <laughs> Dave, I do love that look with the toothpick and the pen and the tea towel. Yeah, the, pen, the tea yeah. towel over the year. I would... Tea towels over the year, uh, over the shoulder, sorry. Uh, like, personally for me, like, I think they're a sign of masculinity around the household. Like, when you're doing your barbecue on last night, mm. are you tea towel? You're not an apron guy, I assume. No, fuck no. No. I'm not an apron guy. Did I have a tea towel last night? Uh, they're essential. Can't recall. I, I tell you what's fucking manly as shit is a really long pair of tongs. Yeah, dude. Like uh, I'm talking those man tongs, half a meter sort of stuff. You know what I mean? Those man tongs. We know those tongs. Those half meter jobs. Well, what they're what they're allowing you to do, Eddie, is get near your piping hot BBQ, your WebQ, and turn some snags without fucking burning the hands off on your hairy hands. Now I have an admission to make. Back to barbecuing. It's not an admission. It's more a. Uh, I'm reaching out to the community, the barbecue community. I know we've got some barbecuers a note in these ranks, Tom. Not Shout out to Shire Smoker BBQ. That's exactly right. Now, I'm having an issue at the moment, barbecuers of note, where I'm turning on my Weber, right? I'm getting, it, I'm getting the gas going. I'm priming this bitch. And then I press the ignite button and it goes, it lights, but it's not an elegant light. It's like a bang light. Are you holding that thing in for a little while before you hit the... I've got it on for like... So it said 30 seconds, I think, on the side, because I was like, this keeps happening. So I was like, 20 seconds, bang, boom, again. Don't just do it immediately. No, but then immediately it wasn't lighting. This is the previous time. It wasn't lighting, and then eventually it would boom. Are you, can I ask so you So what's a going on? Can I ask you a question here? Is yours the knob? Right? You got the knob on the right? Two knobs. You've got two knobs on the right? Yeah. So you turn, is yours, a, what, is yours, a, yours a, the bigger one? Family. That's what I need. Well, I knew you had a baby cue, and I'm like, that's not gonna. That's not gonna. Cut. It doesn't cut it. They're good. No, it does. Like as in, they definitely do the job. But I didn't have a Weber, right? I was yeah. Weberless. Yeah. I was out without Weber. Yeah. And I said to myself, I'm not gonna get the baby cue and then work up. I'm just gonna get the family cue out the gate. Yeah. And I'm looking. Trust me. You want to see some eyes looking? <laughs> I'm looking. But I can't be fucked to sell mine. That's also the thing. Maybe that's a Steph job. You could get one of the, the minions to sell it. I All you got to do is take photos and they can upload it to Facebook for you. Yeah. You know what? Steph kind of gets a little bit horny for doing that sort of shit anyway. Okay, so we'll let your wife do her. it. That's, um, but so yours has then, you've got a gas knob. Obviously, you turn the bottle on, I assume. Yes. Um, 
It's not going to light without that being on me. <laughs> no, exactly right. Listen, I'm the barbecue guy. I'm trying to help you out. What are you explain to me your knob situation here? Your, your dual knob. So you got dual knob. I put it on to ignite. There's a little ignite yeah. um, image. Iconog- icon? Icon. Iconography. So both of those go to ignite town and then i left it for 20 seconds then boom and it just it's just a little intense Maybe i want it to come on elegantly so do it then between 10 and how how, how intense are we talking are you being a pussy or no, is it- as in like it was it, it drew remarks from from the kitchen <laughs> okay, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, it didn't go unnoticed tom <laughs> it's getting remarks from people in other rooms oh it's getting remarks that, <laughs> that's, that's why i'm that's why i'm reaching out to the barbecue community yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The lid is open as well. Lid is open. Lid's not closed. Worth. I just wanted to point that out because mm. some dickhead to go, well, your lid's closed. No, no. Lid's open. No, lid's open. That's how it explodes in his face and gets remarks from the from the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. You, I, don't, I know you don't have any answers. For no, me, mate, Tom. I don't because I don't know that I'm not a two-knob system. No, you're, got, a, you're a, you're a, you're a, baby, a, you're a barbecue operator. guy. I'm a barbecue, barbecue mini or some shit. Which How is, many which sausages could you cook on a, on a barbecue? One, two? Yeah, it's probably it's like an easy bake oven, <laughs> which is a light bulb basically. You got to leave it in there for like three days. <laughs> Did you end up cleaning your, your your barbecue? I got these new inlays. Oh, you got the inlays? Yeah, did you get the them inlays. online? Yeah, or? I did. You got them online. I can find them for you. They're actually good. They are good. Yeah, You're they enjoying are good. them. Yeah. I had Street and Harvey over on uh, Saturday, and we were all barbecuing on my obviously my fucking baby dick Weber Q Mini. But <laughs> it was, you know, just a couple. Of, uh, it's it's a place. It seems it seems cliche that men congregate around a barbecue or dads congregate. Like it seems cliche. It seems, uh, you know, gender stereotyping, Edward, which we aren't about here. Shout out to the Kelpies. So you know. But there is an element of hanging around the barbecue with the boys. Well, it's Talking man- meats, cooking meats. Well, it's, it's man time. It always has been. It always will be. Obviously, obviously, it doesn't, it's not man time exclusively, but in my circles, in the circles with which I hang, yep. it is man time. Yep. We get out there and we spin yarns and we turn snags and we talk meats. Cook chops. We were cooking chops and snags on the weekend, bro. You're like, this is... Fuck yeah. Living. I mean, that's what puts hairs on chest, cooking a fucking couple of chops. You know what I'm doing? Talking shop. Hey, I also, because I'm because I'm a Mai Tai down and I'm feeling generous, Dave and Toddler, if you want to have a cocktail, like I just don't want you to feel like you can't. I just don't want you to feel like you can't have one. Thanks, Tommy. You can have one. Is it a test? I'll leave it up to you. <laughs> Um, all right, Ed. Now we've just finished our. Have you finished your mai tai? I'm finished. It was delicious. So fucking. Eddie, I tell you what, they just—they're just a really good drink at getting you to get a. My name's Eddie Town. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. Comfortable in a room. <laughs> town. Yeah. I mean now. Yeah. I'm now. I'm not dying of social anxiety. Yeah, smoothing anymore. out the edges of social anxiety. That's right. I am now smooth. Now that's not necessarily a healthy thing, punters and dribblers. But we can't pretend like the world is in an unhealthy place. Listen. All we're saying is, picture yourself in a room full of people you've never met. There is a version of you where you go in completely stone cold sober, and you're talking about the weather and where you fucking, you know, what you do for work yep. and. Then you say, I'm going to go find the John, and you never come back. You don't. 
There's another version of that where you come on with one Mai Tai on board and now you're talking Mai Tais. Now you're talking Hawaii. Now you're talking fucking surfing. Who the fuck oh, knows? Eddie, what oh, you're yeah, Eddie Aikau. You ever heard of him? You ever heard of the Eddie? Well, sit the fuck down, gentlemen, and let you let me explain to you yeah. about the Hawaiian lifeguard that went fucking on a voyage from the Hawaiian Islands to the Polynesian Islands. On a traditional boat. On a traditional boat. The boat touches on water and he gets on his fucking paddleboard and paddles for help. Never to be seen again. Though, Eddie, they do say that they believe he's still out there paddling. To this day. To this day. There That's is a- what a Mai Tai pre-public engagement will get you. Do you know what I mean? One, in one version, you've gone to the John, you've sat there for 45 minutes and snuck out the fire exit. In the, in the other version, you're scroll holding Instagram. court talking about the great Eddie I Cow. That's the difference. Yeah, that's the difference. You scroll on, you scroll fucking Instagram on the shitter and leave two of the great elbow prints on your thighs you've ever seen. <laughs> and then again, out the fire exit. Sneak out the fire exit. Coming up with some outrageous lie yeah. that even you're not proud of. Limping down the road because you've got two dead legs. That's right. Elbows are cut off the circulation. That's and, and you might have rubbed out a, you know, a shame wank. You know what I mean? Oh, you just had to a kill little bit of a, a shame, a shame shank. <laughs> in a in a bathroom at an event you're at, <laughs> going going fucking whisper quiet when someone walks in the door, <laughs> pause the video and wait for him to leave. <laughs> That's that's if you haven't had a Mai Tai. That's if you haven't had a Mai Tai. That's what we're saying. Pretty simple. And and also, we're only speaking about we're speaking this. That's our truth. We're not we're not pushing any agendas here. This isn't big Mai Tai talking. No, this is we're playing it as we see. This is mayor elect of Acidity Town and his running mate. Just fucking talking. Just shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Yeah. Listen, this is. This is the final push before the elections this weekend. Yeah, exactly. Get out and vote, uh, Eddie. <laughs> Get out and vote. <laughs> Fuck over, win. Yeah. Oh, mate, you'll win. We've rigged it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, you might notice, punters and dribblers, I've gone with the half salt mm. rim on these ones. And talk um, me through that, mate. Yeah, not well, not using the best quality salt that we've got at the office, not the Himalayan pink salt or something similar. Mm. But, you know, at the, at the bar I used to work out, we used to like to give patrons the option, you know. You can have one sip from salt. You can have one sip from non-salt. You can see how you go, really. Really impressing me today, Dave. Yeah. Really impressing yeah. me. Uh, Maybe we've just got him in the wrong. We just need to set up a bar. For, he just needs to be working in the bar here. Well. Keith. Kate, <laughs> Keith, which fell by the wayside. Keith's punters and drillers to let you in on a little uh, office secret was the highly touted, much publicised internally bar that was going to be in the corner of the room. Uh, it was going to be called Keith's. We're going to have a high bar there with high sort of uh, stores. We would sit around and we'd get blind and we'd play pool. Mm. Um, Turns out we need the space. Keith's never got off the ground. A, a combination of laziness and the fact that we didn't get shelves inserted onto the wall when it was uh, made. Yep. Uh, And B, I think maybe just deep down we knew that we'd grow to a point where we'd need another producer's area. Yeah. And that's what happened. You know, listen, Keith's is now, Keith's is still under construction, but right now it's a producer's desk, which seems to be a more responsible choice of use of space i'm uh, can i ask you to i almost want you to turn the bar on 
Oh, okay, yeah. Can you t- can you turn the? Can we get the bar turned on? Just even for my own sort yeah. of visual health. Because to be honest, the bar that Dave sits at was initially uh, purchased for Keith. For Keith, it's basically got uh, fish frozen in time. In time within it. And now it's backlit perfectly. It is an incredible bar. Did we get the light bulb fixed? Yes. No, we didn't get it fixed. We got the, I think... Well, replaced. Dave was on his hands and knees replacing them, if memory serves. It's good stuff. If you're on the YouTube... Toddler's going to frame it up nicely. Shout out to 20,000 subs. Uh, like, subscribe if you are on YouTube and you haven't yet. What I, I wanted to say... Does. Beautiful plug, Tom. What I wanted to <laughs> say there was... Now that we know that Dave's got a bit of that fucking barista, not barista, what's the term? Mixologist. Mixologist in him. I'm going to start putting that to use. Mm. Like, I'll be sitting there, maybe it's a Thursday afternoon, and the mood may well strike for an Negroni. So we should a have a collage. We should have real, like, we've got, we've got a lot of shit in here for, for, for cocktails, but maybe we need to have more of a... Dedicated cocktail uh, mindset. I'm happy for Dave to go out and get the staples. For just have them handy. Mm. Now, uh, where are we at with acidity into acidity? Acidity, city. Listen, I will be honest with you, Eddie. Concern early. I also think your mai tais are better than you than your margaritas. No disrespect mm. to you, Dave. Way better. Way better. No That's two. okay. No That's two. okay. That's okay. I do think if we're talking Christmas party, my vote, if it mattered, would it will, be... It, well, it'll be It actually matters. It matters. It yeah. will, it, it Given your performance here, it matters. Yes. I would say Tommy's margarita over a regular margarita, yep. especially, you know, long day in the sun. The drink stays chilled longer because yep. it's on ice. Perfect. We will the, be vetoing that. The yep. agave syrup also takes away a bit of the acidity. The orange liqueur kind of plays into the acidity a bit more, so... Yeah, and you can also still have a salt rim or a spicy rim on a Tommy's mug. If you got what, if you got. But what about what about cocktail number two? Also, hold on, hold on. don't ask him about cocktail number two because we got to try our fucking pina colada. That's true. We don't want to have him salt in the game. You know. I, what I mean? Also, I I think Tom, I think if if we're being fair dinkum, and I like to think we always are. Mm. Dinky die, dinky die. I'm I'm comfortable. In, in my own skin, in who I am, t- to sit here on my own podcast and, and make the call that if, if we can't settle the score here today with a Mai Tai or a Pina Colada, the search may well have to go on. I, listen, you know what I won't do, Eddie? And this is something that has probably uh, been the cornerstone, the bedrock of yours and my success to date, is that we will not cut a fucking corner. We don't cut corners and we don't skimp on quality. Never that, have, never will. Never will. If we can't come to a decision today, I think we can, but if we can't, <laughs> then we will have to do this every Wednesday until a Christmas party. <laughs> because we we must get this right. We've got to get it right. The the fucking the family of Hello Sport, Shane Keith and you know associated fucking well, Tom, we're bringing together our nearest and our dearest as a thank you. A thank you for the year, a thank you for hard work, but also to celebrate because one must stop to swell the roses, punters and jewelers, yeah. and that's what we'll be doing sometime in December. And I'll be fucking damned 
if I'm going to roll out near enough's good enough cocktail options. Corner it's cutting, just, it's not corner cutting cocktails, mate. It's not happening. No. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. Not at Christmas time, punters and dribbles. No. And that's a, that's a Shane Keith Productions promise. I think we've made a couple of decisions. We've made one decision. It's Tommy's margarita. Yep. I also, it's a great point you make about the ice. That thing gets warm fucking as quick as you can say warm. It's also a mongrel to drink. Because it's floating Especially around. On rocking on a boat as well. Mm. At, on the high seas. Mm. You think cunts drank out of glasses like that on the high seas? I don't. So Tommy's Margaret is. Like, I mean, it's just slosh city. You know? It's slosh city, dude. Um, now I'll tell you what, I'm firming for mayor of a city town based on. Oh, no, no, you are, dude. People are. But people this are, is a particularly acidic margarita. Get out there with your placards and shit, um, and you know, start pushing Eddie for mayor of a city town. Um, again, I have nothing to do with it. I'm just a friend who fucking does his bidding, um, rezoning a preschool to a pub. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I will say my experience of the margarita and the mai tai same postcode, but I like the mai tai. It's fucking good. Isn't it's it? good. That's my problem here. <laughs> I really like the mai tai. <laughs> you know what the margaritas be? Can I? Can I tell you? Can I tell you? Something? Margarita might be in trouble. Big trouble. <laughs> Huge trouble. I'm glad you're feeling... I'm like, the margarita was maybe resting on its laurels. Oh, it's got lazy. And, it, and maybe... It's, it's been on top for too long, the margarita. It's been fucking killing and taking souls mm. for five years now. Could you do a spicy Mai Tai? Yeah. You could, hypothetically. I'm That's not just a question to you. I'm just... You're a big spice guy. My wife's a big spice guy. And I'm not saying we should fucking structure our entire cocktail decision. I was more just wondering whether that's even a thing that happens. Listen, I mean, you'd have to ask a mixologist. That's what I'm doing here. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how the flavor profile would work of a spicy Mai Tai. If you did want something similar, a tequila-based cocktail that isn't so acidic, you could maybe go like a tequila, a tequila watermelon mint, which also has the op the option of going spicy Fuck, as well. That'd blow your dick off. I do love a watermelon in a cocktail, but listen, we could be... Dude, that may be next week. The, the, dude, the I, I, there's a part of me that thinks I we know. need to be doing testing cocktails every week until this I party. think so, I think so. The, the, <laughs> the thing about it is, and this is where, you know, you've got to be really resolute in your choices and mm. your decision-making. Yep. You've got to be rock solid mm. in your beliefs is that if you are going to to dethrone the margarita, which has been reigning now for, I reckon, at least five years, yep. and you replace that with a Mai Tai, like, that's a big, big call. It's a huge call. It's a huge call. But the, the only thing that I would say there is, as I testy pop, is that you and I have never been afraid to make that. <laughs> that We've always it. been guys that will fucking stand on the altar a big call and stare it in the face and go, yeah, I'll make it. Yeah. I'll make a big call. Yeah. If I've got to fucking put my tie ahead of a margarita, what I'd say in defense of Big Marg, who's been a close friend, we've had dinners together, they know our kids, they know Tonka. You know, like the Big Marg look after Tonka. Well, Big Marg, away. godfather of fucking A.B. Rose. Rose. Exactly right. Uh, is that Dave's given us a tradition, which isn't our, which isn't our margarita. No, it's not. He's given us the classic. You and I have always been Tommy's guys. We're on the Tommy's rocks. guys, and I don't know whether. 
we probably need to. We're going to need to. I think next week we probably next week we probably need to play Tommy's mark into my time. Into a well. Listen, I think Tommy's just fighting for fucking second at this point. But Tommy's, we need to do a Tommy's mug. I didn't hate that watermelon number, but we also need to know what the hell they can provide because we need to only be we need to only really be trying. I was given, I was given an indication. Whilst it's not absolute assurance, Tom, I was given a strong indication that the cocktails were up to us. Us. Which gives us a unique opportunity here, Eddie, to try as many as possible. Because we will not cut corners. Like, I'm not throwing at it and, like, I'm not, I'm not ruling out an espresso martini. I'm just saying, like, we might want it. We don't want it. But, like, it'll be worth trying next week. Yeah. Potentially. We, yeah, we may as well try them. You know what I mean? Like Pokemon, you've got to try them all. You, 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 listen, out of respect for the espresso martini, which was in its absolute prime, probably circa 2018, it's obviously had a bit of a, a decline. You'll still see them floating around for dessert. You won't see people opening with them like you did circa 2018. No, but what you will see is people 11, 10, 30, 11, bit on board. Mm. Give me some yeah. pep. Yeah. The, uh, the origin story behind the espresso martini, how that was invented. God, we've got a fucking. You're a mixologist on our hands. Never seen a guy get so many things right in a podcast. <laughs> um, this might so be his best work. Comfortably. It was, I don't know the exact bar it was invented at, but it's credited to Kate Moss, who was the model in the 90s. She invented Kate Moss? Like so she helped invent it. So the story goes, and again, this might Tom. be in mythology, but the story mythology. goes. Kate. Kate Moss walked into a bar and went, I want something that's going to wake me up and fuck me up. And thus the espresso martini was born. Because martinis will fuck you up, punters and jubbers. And espresso martinis will wake you up. I want something that will wake me up and fuck me up. If that's true, Kate Moss not given enough credit. Well, she's already, already hot, hotter. When I was in Japan, once, she's a, she's a bit more than hotter, mate. If she's the if she's the the brains behind the espresso martini with a line like that, yeah, there should be statues of Kate. Seriously, when I went to Japan, there was this there's a place in like a one of the mo like some movie lost in translation, I think. They go to a bar and it was like whoever we were, like the friends we were with, they're like, let's go to this bar, and it's cocktails and they do all you can. They do like a happy hour or it's like 50 bucks all you can drink for two or three hours. We were 25. Dangerous. Yeah, there was a 25-year-old. You got to pay for like 50 fucking euro, uh, 50 whatever yen and go and rip in. And we went there and we went so hard that by the end of it, they were like, they were over us, clearly. And they were giving us espresso martinis, which was just, it's like they'd stopped trying, basically. They just put vodka is it vodka? Yeah, vodka and just like black coffee. And it was fucking disgusting. That was their espresso martini. No, no, no. It wasn't. That was their espresso martini after two hours of like 12 Australians being pigs. Yeah, and they just go right over it. And I, to be honest, was like, tip, tips cap. I get it. You're sick of us. But the espresso martini in its truest, fullest form is... A phenomenal drink. Again, not one you can do too many of. I reckon you got it's two. It's a great. It's a great dessert drink. I like it for dessert when I'm winding down. Yeah. Before well, I wind before up. Before you wind back up. 
You know, but you know what to I mean. Unwind. No, when I'm digesting. Not to wind down, but to unwind. No, when I'm digesting. Yeah. I, I, it's the, it's not the right setting. We've been over this a million times, Tom, but the martini is so elite. Mm. So elite. Love it. Panning them over the weekend. Just, just so simple. Martinis are good, dude. It's so complex in, in a weird way. You know what I mean? Well, listen, they're, I tell you what they are. They're almost goodwill hunting. They're a genius. They are so capable, but they're under, like they're almost ashamed of their gift. You know? It's literally, t- like, if you're having a dirty martini, it's three ingredients. But they're understated. You know, they're just, it's, they're, it's elegant. But then, but, but they, they don't want to show But they off. also go, g'day, bro. Yeah, but that's the truth of it, right? Goodwill hunting is a genius. G'day, bro. <laughs> But he's also a shy little fucking guy from Southie who doesn't know what's going on and he's a janitor and he's like, but, but then you get him together and he's actually this fucking phenomenal thing. Do you get that vibe? For the, I, I, I sort of see the martini as Ryan Gosling in Crazy Stupid Love, just so sure of himself. You know but what, he's dude? also, But he is, but he does have his own issues though, Ryan, doesn't he? Well, he's not, none of us, Eddie are free of issues. And you do make a good point. The martini, not a working class drink, no. a la Goodwill Hunting. Correct. I'm more I'm thinking of the mental no, they, state. No, you're, you're oh, talking I'm talking like just the- The genius of the- of The, the of genius the, of the drink, the simplicity of the drink, but he's yes. a genius and he's, but he's- Yes. Plays it cool. There's just not, there's nothing working class about the martini, in my opinion. No, I agree with that. It's not about where he comes from. It's more about the fact that this man is, he's not complex, but he's gifted. I, I will I do also oh, have a, yeah. a question for Dave as we as we get served our pina coladas. Oh yeah. Circa twelve oh six. Thank you, David. I you haven't I, finished your margarita, I, and I only ask that because I have. I have a question for Dave. Now, if I'm 007 James Bond and I'm I'm ordering a martini shaken not stirred now i'm just curious what the difference between a shaken martini and a stirred martini would be well uh, it's in the name without trying to sound too smart ass it's a traditional martini is stirred it's put over some large ice blocks you got your vodka and so when i hear them go yeah that's them stirring it um you hear that yeah i mean Basically, yes, but you've heard that when you've heard the like you you know when there's a martini getting made because that the, the the sound it's making because they mm. come out ice cold. Mm. Yeah. So why shaken is different to stirred is shaken you get basically more dilution. It's more of a harsh shake. You mix more of the water in. You get bits of chipped ice that come loose. So you get more dilution. The stirred is a more cleaner kind of thing. So Negronis are stirred. Things like Manhattans are stirred. Very, I'd say the more simplistic cocktails are stirred. The one where it's you know, liquor, uh, a liqueur and a spirit. But you're, you're not looking for any cube erosion, I think, in a stir. Mm, if yeah. you shake, erosion is unavoidable. But also dilution, inevitable. Well, yeah. dilution is a because byproduct you, of erosion. Because if you put ice it? into a fucking into a cocktail shaker and shake that bitch up, there's no ice when you're done. If it's cubed. Well, that's only because of the way that the the pourer works. No, but even still, if you open it up, if you give it a fucking man shake. Well, it depends what size cubes you're using. Yeah, small ones. Well. Small, yeah, small You know, ones. the little yeah, dicky yeah. ones you get out of yeah. the tray. So what you're saying is what? That you would get more dilution so it wouldn't be as strong. Correct. Yes, but... that's a And that's a byproduct of erosion. Interesting then that James Bond, Mr. Macho, would take a more diluted version. So this is what I've heard with regards to that because... <laughs> 
it is a it's a common question in the bartending world. Why does James Bond get a martini shaken, not stirred? And I've heard that it's part of his kind of trying to be a bit under. Well, it's one of two things. It's either he came from uh, not upper class origins, working so, class, working class, and so his Blue tastes are different and so he likes it shaken not stirred the other one is he's trying to kind of be low-key and lay low and seem like trying he's to come not across. a genius and he's not you know some high-class man who's gonna woo so he's not over. from the aristocracy no he's yes. trying to come across a little uncouth a little you know a little no i, I like the every man like i think he's a bit every man mm. or he's not he's a bit common man yes Finish as opposed margarita, to please it's done is it not Oh, is it done? No, it oh, looks like it's a bit a legit. Left. Hey, buddy, come on. You're leaving me here by the wayside. i got to say, right. on taste... 12.09. I don't want to get your hopes up too much. It's not the best pina colada I've had. Why? Uh, what have you done wrong? I don't know whether it's the quality of ingredients I'm using, the pineapple juice and the coconut cream, whether... You have gone but particularly cheap pineapple juice. <laughs> That golden circle? That is golden circle, <laughs> Not to impugn its yes. work. No, but like, I mean, yeah. I'm also... I'd also, if I was going to defend Dave here, something that I hate to do. Pineapple juice, sort of a much of our muchness, you know well, what I mean? Golden circle, I like, what are you going to get? Would, What's I a real high quality I pineapple? Ag- I, 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 th- I think that ingredients does play some role. Yeah, well, if you were going real fancy, you would uh, you would muddle your own pineapples and make your own pineapple juice. We will not be muddling our own pineapples. It's lacking consistency. I'd say As in it's, like it's like at the the it's a bit watery. It's a bit watery. Mm. It's a bit bland, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, that is what I'm. But you did about. listen in 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 your defence. You 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 were honest about it. You put your hand up. Yeah, he did. And it actually was good that he called that before we had it because it's watery as fuck. What is it you think is lacking from that pina colada? I think it needs. I think yeah, it probably is a bit too watery. I think maybe the ice cubes I'm using started to melt while they've been sitting here, which. Mm-hmm made it watery before I even started shaking it. Um, but yeah, it needs more punch. It needs more zest. It needs more zhuzh. It needs more fucking rum. Could you come and tip a little rum yeah. in here and just see a... Well... Just a little, a dash. And then just... Dick it away. Dick I, it away. Like, just like, mix it in. Dink it, dink yeah, it away. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll have a little bit more as well. I, I think you need a little bit more. I've always a been more. a darker rum man. I just have been... Pina coladas, are they dark rum or they're not? Okay. It's white rum, Bacardi, right in front of you. I can see he's doing that, but I'm like, is it? Is that like a purely must be? Yeah, well, I mean, if that's that's the drink, right? You can you can fucking do whatever you want, but then it, it ceases to Right, be. but there's like, you can do a margarita with multiple different types of tequila. There's dark tequila, there's light tequila, right? <laughs> you can you can taste the difference in the tequila use. Yeah, I know you can, bro. We do it all the time. Thanks, mate. I've always and don't like block your ears, Bacardi, because it's just a it's a it's a relic from my teen years. But I've always looked at Bacardi and sort of been like a little like oh, like my memory of Bacardi. You know when you have like a bad night on the drink somewhere, drinking something and then you never trust it again, mate. Like when the fuck do you ever? I've never in my life purchased a bottle of Bacardi. No, I don't know if I have it, but I've had it. Bacardi breezes and shit back in the day. But I think Bacardi, almost the Smirnoff of rum. It's entry level, which isn't yeah. to say it's bad. It's very uh, I wouldn't approachable. Even I heard rum. something interesting the other day, Tom. I was on TikTok, I believe, probably Shocker. passing the time. Ice wall. That Grey Goose 
right, was like was is a cheap vodka, especially in comparison to like a Belvedere. So, is a cheap vodka, and the through marketing they just go, we're going to put the price up, and people think it's expensive. It's actually not a great vodka. They just go put the price up. We'll look cool. We're not. We'll look cool though, and people really? just believe it. Marketing. Crazy But stuff. you're a goose guy. You're not always anymore. like... Not anymore. Some, no, but no, no, that was funny when we said that. You're like, give us the goose or some shit. That was, we were what blind. Was that? Where was that? Where was that? And you're like, goose. <laughs> Get the goose. I'm like... Get the goose. Where me. were we? I can't remember. We were blind somewhere. Yeah. And you were going... Long lunch. Goose. Listen, pina colada to me but is out. Don't you find that interesting? Yeah, but that almost makes you wonder, like, how... Like, is that then the name's good enough to get it going? Name and price point. I think people think things are expensive if it costs more. This is this is this goes into something slightly different, but it's around in the art world where taste, like you can taste, is harder to hoodwink. Art, you can sort of uh, art, you can sort of ingrain. Um, I get, or you can trick people in in an art context of going like, oh, this is really fucking amazing. I heard somewhere, somewhere like uh, the other day, we're like Jackson Pollock. Was actually like a psyop. Now Google what a psyop actually like the definition of that so it makes sense to. But what's the psy- yeah, it's a like psychological to- operation? So where it's like they're almost like government plants. It's a way to like launder money, like a false flag attack. So almost. you but but like so like if you say Jackson Pollock's are worth fucking fifty million, well I'll pay Jack I'll pay fifty million for this Jackson Pollock. Well, isn't isn't it something like whereby? You know, if you go to an auction, a Christie's auction or something, and someone buy, pays a certain price for a certain artwork or a certain artist, sort of in some way sets a bit of a, uh, a price for that. It sets artist. a market on, sets a market on, on the artist, yeah. And there was this one that I was in this same um, podcast. Again, I can't fucking remember what it was. It was uh, Elon on uh, Rogan. Who is a hard cunt to listen to. Like, yeah. I'm not Elon. anti-Elon like Dave, well, but he's hard to... Tough. He pauses. Scope, Scope put up a thing on his Instagram yesterday where he's watching Elon on, I think, Lex Friedman's podcast. And Lex had asked Elon a question. He'll go... And if you're not watching YouTube, this will be confusing, but he just sits there silent. Where he looks like he's you paused and he's like, I think that I... You can't be one of the great product engineers of all time and be a great orator. No, mate. In, that's, I, like he, that, I like that about the human condition, that you can't have it all. No, there's, There are there's no a, unicorns. There's a toll. If you are a great mathematician, you're, also, you're almost certainly like a Sam Bankman-Fried type operator, big, nerdy, gawpy bloke. Yes. Not... I'm talking. I'm talking the averages here. Yes. I'm talking on the I'm talking the means here. Whereas, like, if you are like a great orator, you're probably not great with numbers. You and I. Well, actually, you're good with numbers. Not no, but not. I'm not no, not math level. I can't. I can't sit down at Excel all day and fucking trade stocks mm, and shit. But you could actually do that. There's a, no, I couldn't. A big difference. You wouldn't be like no, no, no. I could. So I, I couldn't. I could not do advanced. Uh, like what is it? What maths is it? Calculus. Is it advanced math? I don't know. I'm not a maths guy. But like, is that the fucking, when you're at school? If you can smoke Oh, yeah, yeah. There's like general and advanced. Yeah, I could not do advanced. I'd get like 13%. Just doesn't. If you can can smoke bongs as well as Dave, like you won't. And bartend as well as Dave. Fairness, give him his flowers. You can't be good at everything is all I'm saying. Sure. Which was good with Elon. But the other one was that there was some, 
I think it was like a Leonardo da Vinci painting that was Sotheby's or someone was going to be selling for like in the hundreds of millions, I believe. In the millions, the tens of millions. And what they'd fucking found out was that... Oh, is it the... Is it it the had Je- been touched it, up. The Jesus one? I don't know. What's it called? It's called... um The one that they stuffed up when they did the touch up. Yeah, what's, no, the, well, what's it called? No, that was, uh, Can you look that up? But anyway, these things like sold for like again numbers. I feel like it was like 160 million, but like completely touched up by this artist who painstakingly tried to touch it up in the style of Da Vinci to make it look like. But you kind of go like, if you're getting that fucking art, don't you want it to look old and fucking haggard and tattered? And well, they know that. I think no. I think they touch them up out of necessity. Bruh, so, this was like a completely new painting. Could you check as well, Dave? <laughs> is, it, is it called El Salvador? Is uh, it the Salvatore Mundi? Yeah, there Salvatore you go. Mundi. Can you check as well, though, whether What did it sell for? A couple hundred million? US 450 mil <laughs> in 2017. Did the Saudis buy that? I think they did. Not 100%. I tell you what I really like. So can you just really check as well uh, whether the Mona Lisa has been touched up? Um, yeah, it has been. But I think that a lot of artwork- It's been stolen twice, I think. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of artwork does get like I don't know, I don't want to say varnishes, but things put on it to extend its life, which isn't exactly a coat is up, one thing. Yeah, adding to it, like that is just insane. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before about just how much artwork's gone missing during the World War Two. Wasn't that was well, the- big fat Herman Goering, one of the great pigs of all time. He basically big macaroni guy. Hey, well, he would have been, dude. He had he had fucking macaroni about him. Amongst other things, <laughs> big fat pig. He like fucking plundered so much art and shit loads went missing, like fuck loads. There was one that, that came up the other day that was someone noticed in the background of like an SNL skit or something like that, and they were like, that photo, like a prop photo, a painting. And then it was like that it was discovered to be something completely fucking. Well, people find these things that like. Uh, garage sales and sh- no, 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 garage sales for like fifty bucks. The people have found like diamonds in the rough, you know. Yeah. yeah so the, uh, this was in a the one you're talking about, Tom, was in a 1789 painting by none other than Joshua Reynolds, um, and they just dis- play. Yeah, and they discovered uh, a demon-like face lurking behind the dying cardinal. Um, but so, what show did they find it on? Someone saw it in the background or something. I will find out. But yeah, also on the Mona Lisa, the last time it was touched up, as they said, was 1950. It had a bit of detailing done to it in 1913 after it was stolen and they recovered it. But even that touching up um, was mostly varnish. And since then, they've resisted calls to even like varnish it. And it has How been yellow. How can you touch it up? That to no, me no, finds... so no, 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 no. So it said it was there's various forms of touching up. No, I realise. So it's not just like repainting. It's, it's trying to fix it. I get that, but what's fixing it? Like, if there's a, let's say this, if there's like a, because it deteriorates, and they didn't yes. have, they didn't. If you're have, trying to stop it deteriorating, so cool. that back then they didn't have the technology we have now to have it in like the perfect fucking conditions where it won't deteriorate. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's like microbes in the air that eat away at the yes. paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that I understand. Sunlight will fuck it up. Oxygen fucks it up. All that shit. I um. No longer though. I think that they now put it behind some like they they're in like completely vacuum like sealed. vacuum sealed basically. And then yeah. you have those like um, 
wildlife warriors come and like fucking glue themselves to it and you're just like Geez. well mate I think a lot of the time as well they'd be rolling out replicas no one would fucking know you want to talk psyops there's a big conspiracy that the whole just stop oil thing is a psyop because one of the main people's mothers is a big head honcho at one of the fossil fuel companies maybe he just hates his mum though right could be maybe could be I'm just saying it's a conspiracy that, would, that wouldn't be the first time that's happened so do you think that oil not a problem no, no, no. The just there, there's lots of things where the pro where people say that the protests, which don't do well to promote their cause and instead make people hate their cause, are psyops by, you know, in that case, the fossil fuel company trying to make climate protesters look bad. Right. As opposed to well, climate protesters making climate protesters. Look I tell bad. you what. I tell you what. If that was a psyops, is that what it's called? They're doing a fucking great job. Because those, those guys are maligned as fuck now because they're just annoying. They're annoying everyday regular people that, like, are just trying to go about their work. Like, imagine... That one with the, that chick who blocked the Harbour Tunnel and you're like... I, again, I'm not... Like, I get... There's an element of respect for... I have people who try... Like, who care so much about that shit. But you are like, this isn't how you do it. It's... What annoys me more than anything is that's not how things get done. It's not how you change things. I wonder as well. I was thinking this with the protests, right? Oh, I don't think there's a Change lot of things um, by asking nicely instead. Well, no, but even well, well that's but the world. I the, the, let's be honest. The world's a sort of a fucked up sort of joint, right? And I just don't think that like blocking access to the harbour tunnel is going to do fucking jack shit personally. But like I was thinking about this today with all the different protests going on with like Israel, Palestine, and all that stuff. Someone said, and maybe we were talking about this, that like in America, it's the biggest anti-war marches since Iraq. Didn't stop fucking going to Iraq. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm not saying like don't. But it's just one of those things where it's like even the biggest anti-war marches you can fucking have don't seem to do shit. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't, governments don't seem to give a fuck what you do. Well, no, because the, you know, we so, don't want to upset the donors. So what you're saying... I guess, is that we might need a revolution of sorts, perhaps. Oh, okay. oh no. Behind all those brands mm. in front of him. Yeah, but but I agree. I mean, there are lots of governments, it's pretty obviously not representative of what the people want. Well said, mate. Now, <laughs> the pina colada. <laughs> but, sorry, what do wait, you think, Tom? Back on Jackson Pollock, I did find a bunch of stuff that was claiming that he was a CIA psyop during the Cold War, which was basically psyop central. Yeah. Like CSA had, uh, CIA had fucking shitloads of psyops going on. And it was to try promote this idea of like liberalism and individualism and unite a lot of the Pan-American countries together by taking artwork from different South American and Latin American countries and making it big in America. So a lot of the modern art seen around then, people claim that the CIA promoted it more than it otherwise would have been. That's the thing with art. I found something in an antique store, me and Steph, like maybe a year ago. And we were just like, this is fucking a lovely still life painting got it for the house you know one in the kitchen in the dining room you may not even fucking noticed it but i think that thing like i'll be in an antiques roadshow in is it painted yeah in like 20 years 30 years i'll be there old you know oh yeah shit myself probably in a nappy and they'll be like oh this thing's worth 70 mil good luck good luck now the pina colada on dave's performance there's no way he nailed the mai tai it was a good Mai Tai. It yeah. was a great Mai Tai. 
Well, you don't drink my ties. It's a good my ties. But it tastes good, so I know it tastes good. I don't need to be like, it's a gr- it tasted nice. You know what I mean? Like, mm. it could be the first time I try something. It's fucking delicious. You can't be like, well, you wouldn't fucking know. You haven't had a shit one or you haven't had a good one. It's like, I know what I like. You know what I mean? You liked it. Don't gatekeep my ties because you had them once on a fucking ranch last, like, three days ago. I not loving, not, not loving this. It's a shit penny colada. It's awful. But it's, it begs a larger question, and it's why we're here. What do we do about that? Can you improve that today? Uh, I can, yeah, I can try another one. Okay, try again. you got to go again. Let me give him one more shot at the pina colada. Try again, and... Could you do a Tommy's mug? No, I don't no, have a doesn't garbage. Have a, he wouldn't That's have okay. a garbage. How, how would you feel about potentially a pina colada with dark rum? Well, no, because, want, because no, they're not the, going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go back to the fucking people that we're doing no, it through no, no, and no. dick yeah. around. Right. We just want to give you an opportunity to give the pina colada its best showing. Because what you produced was subpar. No, it was. It's been watery poo. It I appreciate not, the second chance. No, no, that's okay, mate. We we give second chances out here at Hello Sport. That's on the public record. I'm gonna give third and fourth and fifth chances. I'm back. You back? Yeah, tight hammy. You're limping everywhere. Yeah. Talk to it. Because I, I share my stories. You're trying to like be like this cool, I'm like, don't worry, I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fit. I said my hand, I've no, said it before. I just want to hear like what's going on. It's sore. Now, it's sore from... <laughs> it's been sore for probably two months, I would say. But like mild soreness. Soreness that I was aware of, soreness that I was prepared to ignore, soreness that I was prepared to head in sand. I've been managing it pretty well. I played Oztag last Thursday, and I think that's fucked it. Not fucked it, but like it's made it Put way, it over the edge. Worse, made it way worse. Like, would you uh, would you be it's, playing Thursday? Fuck no. Yeah. It's come from like, fuck no. It's like, it's not here. It's basically the back of my knee all the way up to like my arm, back of my ass. Oh, it's the whole thing. But not it's lower worse, ham, but it's worse here. Ham. It's worse here. Yeah. And then at the back. It is what it is, mate. Athlete. Athlete stuff. Like I've fucking, been... I've you been, know what? Nathan Cleary pulled his hammy. Listen, it's just... It's a reminder to listen to your bodies, punters and dribblers. It's a reminder to listen to your body. Obviously, I was redlining because I was just trying to get extras in because I'm, I'm built that way. As we come into silly season, there is an opportunity for me to now really, like, <sighs> slow the fuck down. But I was running, I was surfing, I was golfing, I was Oz tagging, I was doing too much. And unfortunately, I didn't listen to my body. I probably should have rested a couple of weeks there. I chose not to because I'm built different. Um, shout out to Jeff Athletics Squads version 2 champion. <clears throat> uh, but now it's well and truly cooked. So that's great. Yeah, it's nice. Um, I put CBD oil or whatever it's called. It was called, yeah. On my knee, my knee was fucked. Now it's not fixing my shoulder. Cheers to you, Eddie. Cheers, buddy. But it is fixing my knee. Are you happy with this, buddy? I'm happier. I'm not stoked about it. And I think even from here, I can see a bit of separation between better, much better, much Much better, better. much better. It's considerably better. What'd you do differently? Uh, Well, I used more fresher ice, so the ice was less wet. It had started melting less. Um, I think I put a bit more pineapple juice in. Uh, I shook it for less time. Can I ask something? And I actually muddled some of these fresh pineapples in. Can I ask something? Yep. I think the taste is there. Mm. 
first and foremost, I just want I want to acknowledge that I think the taste is now there. I think that's now a pina colada, and I think it knows it. Yeah. What I do have a concern with, though, as we enter probably the sixtieth minute of the of the cocktail podcast, <laughs> <laughs> is that pina coladas historically, for me, have been a little bit icy. Is that the right word? Mm, yeah, like colder. Just much colder, but maybe there's been a been a been a slice of ice here or there. Is that? Am I wrong in saying that? Am I misremembering? No, you're right. Pina coladas would usually be served in a taller glass with lots of small cubes of ice, and you'd be able to kind of mix it around mm. frequently, get lots of iciness. So you're at you're at the sort of the the the, mercy. the, the whim of the cube. Yeah, yeah. And in this cup. case, I would say so. The vestibule. The vestibule being the vessel. I look. I'm not even sure if vestibule's right. I said it. It felt right. Tobler's googling it right now. I can tell. An antechamber, hall, or lobby. So the vestibule near a building. That's right. Chamber. The chamber of the the vestibule. It's good stuff. Um, listen, I I'm going to sip on it while we do some dribbles. I, I, I listen. I can't. I can't. I can't deny Tessie Bob. I can't deny my love of the pina colada. I, I cannot deny my love for the pina. It pairs better. Like, it's almost the, are you having a margarita or a Mai Tai? But I mean, but again, we need to try some more next week. But like, that's not good enough. Like, I wouldn't want to roll it out on the party. It's Dave's, that's Dave's pina colada. I think we would trust the people in charge to, 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 to deliver to get a high right. quality pina colada, yeah. L- l- put it this way. I am going to go in optimistic and I'm going to go in expecting quality. Yep. Quality product. Yep. If I'm doing that, do we go, you could, there's a world, punters and dribblers, where we captains call this thing a la Tony Abbott, a la Prince Philip. A la Knight of fucking... A la Hamish McLennan. A la Eddie Jones. Your captain's call sort of stuff. But getting it right as opposed to wrong, like those previous sort of uh, Captain's calls. And we go Mai Tais and fucking Penas, dude. That sets the tone. Well, yeah, you know what you're there for. Let's dribble. Tom, uh, Eddie, Dior, Tobler, the state cut dribbler here. Uh, I was on my way, uh, enjoying a nice sirloin steak last night after training, cooked to perfection, bit of garlic, all-purpose seasoning, lemon and herb, um, and a bit of butter to just sear it up nicely. So I was thinking while I was enjoying my steak, uh, what's an acceptable time to be late to work? Uh, coincidentally, I'm on my way to work at the moment and am going to be late. I have a nice little theory, and I want to get your opinion on it. As long as you have left, by the time you're supposed to be there, <laughs> fair play. I think that's play on. Um, because if you get a text message or a call and someone says, where are you? Well, I'm on my way. I don't know if you're five minutes away, two minutes away, or 30 minutes away. So I want to get your take on this. Is there an acceptable time frame or is late just not on? I think it's fair play, but... Uh, that's a great one. I fucking like this guy. I like this I guy. I really like that dribble. This that's is a, one of my favorite dribbles of recent memory. That's a fucking great I'm on my <laughs> way. Listen, uh, if I'm putting my employer hat on, it, it falls into to a, couple, a couple of categories. 
Category one, is there anything on? So, like, if there's nothing on and you're usually in at 10 and you get in at fucking 10.30, I don't give a fuck. If you get in at 11, I don't really care. Oh, no, if you're no, in like, no, like, no, but if you're, but you're like, if you're like, listen, I had some shit on this morning, I'm like, okay. If it's not a, if it's not a consistent thing, not a big deal. If, if we've got an interview on and there's a guest coming and you're late, big trouble in little child. No lateness allowed. No, zero, zero lateness is acceptable. Zero. Now, I don't know if there's anyone in this room that's listening, but... If they were to be beneficial to take some notes, but I would say this: I haven't, I haven't had a concern with lateness from either of them. Of late, of late, you're right. I haven't. No, I, I haven't found myself going. Mm, you're late. No, no, no issues with lateness. Want that on the public record? But know this: if there is something on and it, and we're a minute past late, then you're late. What's your? But but I want to but I would like Tom if if we made to just move away from our own sort of inner workings and look at the term lateness more generally. Yeah, and I think a, a nice way of doing so would be dinner's booked and you're meeting another couple. What is late? I think anything beyond fifteen minutes, you're taking the hundred percent. I was going to say ten, but I think fifteen's like grace period. Cause you I like working there. in quarters. Yeah, like quarters. Is that your well, you you either either you're late, but it's acceptable. Half an hour, you're pretty fucking late. Forty five minutes. Fifteen left. minutes, you're late. Fifteen minutes, you're late. Twenty minutes, you fuck it. Like anything from fifteen minutes is rude. I think rude's tw- no. I no. I think tw- I think rude's twenty and 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 beyond for a dinner. Rude. Comfortable rudeness, where I could say like it, between the between the fifteenth minute and the twentieth minute, if you were to say rude, is that, that's rude. That well, your it is no no but no to, no no. To vocalise it is to be pedantic. Be, so fifteen and twenty is yeah, you're right on the number. Twenty beyond, you're rude. Yeah. Uh, Half third, an hour. Thirty beyond, you're taking the piss. Half an hour, I'm thinking it going. You're taking the piss. And I must add. If there hasn't been some sort of acknowledgement, an excuse given. Let's imagine we're in the 90s and we didn't have mobiles and, you know, your word's your word. And you're fucking in your 20 and minutes times and beyond. your time. And you're 20 minutes and beyond. You're, you're, in, you're fucked. I will, I will give the punter and the dribbler just a tip. A tip from an old stallion who's been doing the damn thing for 13 and a half years. 13 and a pinch. Tell your missos that whatever fucking booking you've got, move it forward half an hour. Mm. If it's three, it's 2.30. Yep. If it's five, it's 4.30. If it's six, it's 5.30. And you stick to it from the fucking get-go. What time's dinner? It's 5.30. You know it's at six, it's at 5.30. You'll get there either on time or slightly early or slightly late, but you're just about there. <laughs> yeah. And you fucking stick to it. And you never move and you never, ever, ever let the gig up. Like you never, you never give an insight. So you don't go, oh, by the way, I've been moving a Ford half an hour for the last twenty years. You never fucking seed ground. You set your, 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 you hear the time, Bermo, Steph, dinner six. Ella, is it five thirty? It's only booking we can get five thirty. Gotta be there at five thirty. Bit early, all we can get. It's all we can get. And you'll get there. You walk in the door about five fifty five, or ten past, or ten past. But test your test your But you are. In an acceptable range. No, no, you are. You are in the forgivable range. 
Because anything outside of fifteen, you're a fucking bit of a pe- you're a bit of piece. Especially without a really good excuse. Can I? Can like I? You almost need a note from a. Parent. Can I? Like this is where this is where you're at. I didn't employ this tactic the other day, punters and jubblers. My own tactic. <clears throat> you can use it. I am. Ooh, I'm generous because she helped me select the booking time, which is my mistake. Naruma oysters, two thirty. I was the time. Can we? Can you Uber oysters? Fuck, I'd have some now. Anyway, carry on. Let me finish. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, two thirty. We booked the time. We're sitting by the pool. It's. Jeez, it had to have been. It had to have been. She knew that the the, the drive time was forty five minutes. Twelve four twelve two thirty minus forty five minutes. You've got a one forty five leave time. It's twelve. It's probably getting pretty much onto one. And I'm like, you need to go and get ready. She's like, do you reckon? I'm like, do I reckon? What what does it matter what I reckon? Like, how long do you fucking need to get ready? (laughs) You know what I mean? Then I go dick around trying to organise my golf cart for the next day. I get back. She's still in the fucking shower. I'm like, what the fuck have you been doing? I know what you've been doing. You've been dicking about on fucking Instagram with photos. I love you, darling. But it did happen. It did happen. (laughs) This thing happened. And then she's like, you know, she fucks around in there and she's fucking around with the hairdryer and she's fucking around. And then she goes... Oh, how long have I got? I go, you got 10 minutes. And didn't you want to get photos before we go? Obviously, we're getting at comms. You've got to take photos. Don't shit down me throat. Josh Masood style. Josh Masood. And she's like, 10 minutes? Why didn't you tell me to get ready earlier? I'm like, can't. <laughs> Is, you're fucking 32 soon. Like, do I need to tell you when, how long it's going to take you to get ready? I thought 50 minutes was enough. 50 minutes should be enough. But it's why you employ the half an hour tactic. It'll yeah. never fuck you up, but never give up the half secret. an hour tax. Now Ella doesn't listen to the podcast, so I'm I'm Thankfully, good. Thankfully, yeah, so we're, we're hoping to Christ no one tags her in it. Don't don't let her in don't on our little in. secret. Don't let her in. That's not fair. Don't fuck me on this. He wouldn't do it to you. <laughs> no. Well, I've just tried to help you. So yeah, don't, don't fuck. Don't me. fuck him. He's trying to give you pearls of wisdom. You don't tell anyone. Another testy pod. <laughs> What's going on today? I have them I've got all the Brockmans, the- dude. No, dude. I swear to God, you spend enough time with Brockman, man, you get them. I get them all the time now. You know how no one can be perfect? He's like one of the greatest strains of all time, but he gets testy Well, he gets testy pups out the ass. <laughs> but so do I now. Like, yeah. I get them. Yeah, you're spending too much time with a great man. All the time. Anyway, half an hour fucking. Half an hour. Um, I, think, I think we've answered this question. Yeah, we? I think so. We should, it's one dribble, isn't it? Let's go on. G'day Tom, Eddie, uh, Dior, Jobler, blah blah, fucking you've heard it all before. Um, Farmer from Queensland Dribbler here. I was just ringing in regards to the boot cover uh, rhetoric, or, or my old man called Oversocks. I don't know what the correct term is there, but um, they're actually, well, we've always used them. My dad, generally a big jean guy, doesn't wear shorts to work, but. If you are mustering in the paddock or working in the grass, you don't want burrs in your socks. So these socks go, like these over socks go over the boot and then the sock is tucked in to keep burr out of socks, hence making your day more painful walking around with fucking burrs in your boots. And that's not fun. Um, If any questions, feel free to call back. I'm happy to answer any questions you have. Um, Yeah, be as soon. Cheers, boys. Hey, just quickly, 
Um, don't think for a second we don't know how boot covers work, bro. There's been a few people that have been like, oi, it stops shit getting in your shoes. We understand is that, that. Is that what I asked on the podcast? I'm pretty sure I asked, are there boys out there landscaping or fucking working on, you know, resi or commercial sites wearing boot covers? That's what I asked. Pretty simple. Now, the, where, where are boot covers worn? That's what we want to know. Obviously, boot covers exist for a good reason. You're, if you're out there bloody whippersnippering, I like seeing boot covers. You're moving soil, you're moving earth. I'd like to see in boot covers. If you're in the mines, I'd get if you were wearing boot covers. Well, apparently, apparently there's boys in the mines with the boot covers on. Yes. Now, some people said to, as well on the Instagram uh, or on the YouTube, Eddie, as soon as we saw that there were NRL boot covers, our tune changed. No, it didn't. No, I'm it pretty didn't. sure I said, have a fucking go at those Raiders boot covers. Yeah. Pretty sure I said that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Wallabies boot covers to... The uh, maybe untrained eye just seems like a logical thing to do, but to Eddie and I, who have who are you know, we've been in the merch game for a while now. To me, seems like a little bit of a like let's try and ingratiate ourselves with the everyman. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I point out something? If I'll you are listening as well, we are wearing them right now. Can I point out an observation? Is the boot cover? Merely a skirt for the sock. Or a skirt for the ankle. Is it an ankle skirt? I feel like it's a skirt for the ankle. We need to put some like... Well, that's very old. It's sort of like old English, sort of a bop. Like, what are those bompies, boppies? Those big sort of like, those big fucking... Not a buffont, <laughs> which is a hair thing. But I don't know what you mean. Well, it's like a... a um. Like, yeah, like you would wear this sort of a dress to like a, a debutante ball. Not the wallabies, obviously, but like starts with a B. I swear, like a a you bonnet, a, a bonnet. Oh, That's a head. Sorry. You think a bonnet? Yeah, it was. it's a head thing. Yeah, or it's a car, or a thing you pop. Um, you didn't need to do that, buddy. It's so did. Um, I hundred percent needed to do that. Shout out to the cocktails. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what the fuck is this shit, really? I mean, haven't fucking bought them, haven't shown support, haven't went, worn them. These are these are fucking ridiculous. They're good, dude. They're ridiculous. They're worth they're, $19. They're ridiculous. They're absolutely absurd. Um, Was Boot Cover Man asking a question? Was he just sort of telling us? No, he was just kind of explaining his old man wears them with jeans and doesn't want burrs in his socks. Listen, we get why they like. We get the utility. Ver- uh, yeah, I'd say this. I'd say, I'd say this. If you've got a, if you've got a big pair of heavy set denim jeans over your boot, you're not getting burrs in them, bro. Uh, listen, the jeans, the jeans, the jeans, the jeans does the job. Far be it for you and I to tell big fucking, you know, hard yakka. How to how to hard yakka? If they need to wear boot covers, if the if the hard yakkers of this nation need to wear boot covers, I think they know they need to wear them. I think you see a boot cover more on a short. I think you I think you see a boot cover on a man with shorts Agree. on. Agree. Hard yakka shorts. It's summer. He's sweltering. He's hard fucking hard yakka. He's boiling fucking hot. The hard cunt. And he's yakka. got and he's got boot covers over his boots because he doesn't have denim on. Yes. If you're walking denim into the boot cover, I'm sorry, bro. You're over. You're over covering. Also, what boot are you wearing? Actually, in fairness, are you wearing lo- are you wearing like low cut shoes? 
Because if you're wearing boots and you've got denim over the top of it, how's everything getting near your sock? No, I know. It's, it's a good point you make. It's, it's not just a good point. It's the point. It's the point. It is the point. It's the point. Anyway. Onwards we go. Boys, I think I might have fucked up. Need your opinion. So, I was around at the mum's the other day. All the family was there. And um, mum mentioned she's a big fan of Rosé these days. So I thought, oh, fuck it. I'll, um, I'll get mum, you know, six packs of the finest Rosé in town. Got online, hit order, purchased a six pack, yada yada. Got it tucked away at the back of the, tucked away at the back of the cupboard for a, for Christmas. And I've just realised that, um, you know, Big Day Rosé comes with a guaranteed root in every bottle. So did I just low key wingman and set my mum up for a guaranteed six root? And if so, is that fucking weird or is that play on? Is that just being a good son, or did I just cross a big fucking weird line there? Do I need a warner of these guaranteed roots, or is she just going to find out? It's, um, yeah, not really sure how to feel about it, boys. Um, guess I need your wise guidance to this one. Mm. Thanks, fellas. Bye. Yeah. I'm glad you asked the question. I wouldn't overthink it, mate. I wouldn't M- overthink Mum's it. about to get a fucking Rodron. Yeah. I mean, your mum's mum's about to get one of the great ratings yeah, yeah. all time. I'd leave. I'd. I don't know if you still live with your mum. Whether it's a gift, whatever. Like whether mum's got a partner. Whether she's you know, someone she's talking to. Whether it's just your dad. Um, get it out of the house. I'd be leaving. I'd head be. For, I'd be heading for the hills. Heading for the hills. Mum's um, quite deservedly on her part in for a fucking romp that she you know. She'll tell tales of to her friends. She won't tell tales of to you out of respect, but you know her friends will get will get the lowdown. Um, if you and I'd hope you wouldn't, but if you were trying to, you know, if you wanted to know whether the, what we say is true, whether listen, Rose would, equals rums, I'd just look at the headboard. Listen, listen, listen. Take photos of the headboard and pre the, and post. Yeah, yeah. And also the wall behind. And again, I don't know if you rent or you buy, but you probably want to take photos anyway. General wear and tear. If you do want to move out, you need to have those sorts of things because the, the, the realtor will try and fuck you. Yeah, listen, put it this Much way. Much like your mum's going to get. Put it this way. You can't insure a headboard if Rosé is in the fucking yeah. in the picture. And if you can prove that she's had a six-pack a big day, not necessarily a six-pack, but she's been on the big days. If you can prove that, then you you'll get off at any... Small claims court worth its salt. Have you seen how um, oil and water don't mix? <laughs> Neither do headboards and big <laughs> <laughs> No, they don't. Well, they don't. They mix well. They don't mix like. Listen, if you're if you're a headboard, it's like and, men- Mentos and Coke. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly right. Like Mentos and Coke, headboard and big day. What we're saying is Mentos, Coke, big day. Headboard, mm. you, you you do the rest. Yeah, you do the rest. You fill in the blanks. On we go. <laughs> Tom, Eddie, Dior, Toma, Hunters, and the Dribblers. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, you remember a couple of years ago? Sound like death metal. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, Eddie, Dior, Toma. 
<laughs> Jesus Sorry Christ. about that. <laughs> Sorry um, about that. You remember a couple of years ago, a few years Huge. ago, not a couple, and we had a competition as to who could sing the best Christmas dribble. Yes. Now, no yes. doubt, oh. Marcus Finichario reigned supreme. But and Simon Maurice Edgel. I'm pretty sure Remember I was him? a close second. <laughs> oh. Now, I'm not expecting you to go back and listen Christmas to all of it, but why don't you set another challenge? Yes. Yes. Christmas Dribble 2023. Yep. I'm sure there's about fucking at least 12 or 13 more dribblers this year who can sing, who can dance, who can write songs. Glock Nation, out. Glock Nation. I haven't heard from Glock. You, I don't remember Glock Nation, but... It, no, I do. I do, but I... Glock Nation's the Instagram name rather than the dribbler handle that he would use when he comes on here. Dude, I can't believe that I forgot about... Same. ...the Christmas carols. I, f- I was I was thinking about it recently, or I was thinking about one of the peop- one of the dribblers who. I did haven't it. thought about it since Simon Maurice Edgel. Simon Simo Maurice Edgel, who has gone quiet on us. He's a baggy green member as well, just so everyone knows. He, was he at the lunch last? No, year? he wasn't. He wasn't there. Simo Maurice, reach out. Where, the Where are you? Fuck, have you gone, cunt? Hope you're well. <coughs> I think he got a bag of green four. He sung a, he wrote a full on song for oh, us. I can hear his voice. Now, punters and dribblers, this is just being ratified right now. There is a baggy green on the line, testy pop. Um, we didn't. You didn't ask me. No, I had one. You didn't ask me about the baggy green thing. Well, I'm just. I think you'll fucking. That's what we used to give out for the Christmas Carol. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give it out unless it's. I like it. So we aren't gonna say best Christmas. No, carol no, 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 no. If you sing a Christmas carol that makes me want to give you a bag of grain, you'll get one. Okay, so you're saying that you could give out in a crazy world. You could give out multiple bag of grains. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Wow. Because I don't want to have to fucking give out a bag of grain to mediocrity. Great point. Fair and respectable point. Because we've done that in the past. We Shout have. out Sam Hiles. <laughs> Mediocrity has earned you the green, and that's fine. You got it. You, under, you played the game. But, you know, wasn't that hard to send a fucking bottle of proper 12? I love you, though, bro. Signed Shane Warn book. Then he tried to take back. Well, he did ask for it. <laughs> um, he inquired about where it was. Um, so... Are we in the green set? I do agree. Because you're in our baggy greens. No, no, no. And now I'm revising. And that's cool. You're getting, you're puffing the chest out. Kids puffing his chest. I get it. That's fair. It's a good point you make because we don't want to just be giving out baggy greens. If you get only one entry and then they win it and it sucks, (laughs) then you're fucked. Even a baggy green is some loser. Correct. There could be a baggy green or, much like orgasms, multiple baggy greens. On offer. Can I jazz something? Can I can I can I get to jazzing? <clears throat> and it's off the back of a couple of things. It's off the back of my love for Christmas. It's off the back of my love for, Christmas, cr- for Christmas decorations. It's, it's off the back of my preparation to to dress the house this year. Oh really? Let Is me, this going? Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> you have to call in the dribbler hotline with your Christmas cow, but there needs to be a film version as well. Now, I'm going to take what you've said here. So what you need to do, I think, is 
an independently recorded version of the carol. Yes. You've also got to call in and sing that thing live. Correct. So I want to see your Christmas spirit. I video want to see, too I much. To I don't think we want to like video <coughs> is. It, listen, if you want to if you want to guarantee yourself a BG. Listen, 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 listen. If I got a submission time and people were caroling and there was lights up and you're in the festive spirit and you had a great carol, then you're a way better fucking sniff of a green than some dickhead in his mum's basement singing yeah. into a fucking shit mic. Correct. Next week, you two, we got a job for Tobler and Dave on top of their, uh, you know, their other specific employment. Much uh, better, Pentecostal. Much, much better. Much better. Uh, you need to find the old carols. Yep. Need to find the old carols. Simon Marie, Sarah Jewell, uh, Finichario. There would have been the, the, well. There was an episode. Well, we there's an episode. You, it's not going. It's not. You have to pour through old dribbles. There's an episode where we. Literally do. But all you need to do is pour through dribbles from like November. No, we played them all. We didn't get that many. What I mean is though, of any year, they're only going to be in a certain pocket. So you'll be able to find them relatively quickly. But what I'm saying is the ones that we got, we played in a single episode. Remember when we used to play every fucking dribble? Yes. 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 So So job's done. Christmas carols, obviously in the theme of... The podcast, the community, <laughs> the punters and dribblers. You can steal, you can create your own tune, you can steal a tune, but it needs to be original lyrics. Yep. <clears throat> yep, yep, yep. Obviously. Great dribble from that guy. If you sing me Silent Night, you're not getting a green. Yeah. No. Next dribble, well done from that guy, though. Good memories. Great memories. Good Clock dribble. Good dribble. G'day, fellas. Uh, Greek Freak Dribbler here. First time caller, long time follower. Uh, at a Bucks party last weekend, having a bit of a yarn with the fellas. And it came up in conversation that one of the boys frequently likes to sit down in the shower. Now, after that, there are a couple of boys like, yeah, I do it too. Then when the rest of the tribe spoke and was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Sitting down in the shower. um, There was a bit of backlash. And, oh, I don't really do it. And sometimes I do it. I just want to know, sitting down in the shower, is it play on? Anyway, boys, Penrith Panthers forever. Manly Seagulls never... Love to hear your thoughts. Cheers. I got a question. Mm-hmm. Have you sat down in the shower before? Yeah. Well, I'm, well. No, 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 no. Just have you done it? Yes. yes. I'm shocked at the temperature difference. It's probably 10 degrees. Like when you're standing up at the coal face where it's coming out of the fucking head. It's 10 degrees. And then when you sit down, you go, this is a different it's 10, shower. It's 10 degrees couple of things on sitting down in the shower <clears throat> my current setup doesn't allow a white plastic chair to be inserted in there no. if you're hung over and you test up and you put a white plastic chair in there and you just sit and let your fucking sins wash away for 45 minutes you're a smart cunt like an einstein type operator when i was younger i used to have something known as a shower bath where you'd run a bath and then get the shower going and it was a bit of fun for a young kid. You used to sit in there and have a shower, but how young are we talking? Probably up until like 12. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like a young kid's game. Yeah, like, like maybe like from four or five up, up. And what would you do with the shower curtain? How's that? Is it sit in the bath water? Well, we didn't... No, so you're sitting in the bath water, so you're in a bath, but the shower's coming down. So it's right, but does it pissing out all over the side of the bath? Like, what's well, the, No, mean? so you don't have it fucking maxed out. It's a bit of drizzle. No, no, you don't. What do you mean? The bath isn't to the fucking height of the. I'm talking about like, do you have shower curtains at your house? 
Well, when we were younger, we had like a shower door. Okay, so that shower door would be closed. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was asking. <clears throat> yep. Shout out 48 Tamworth Street, Dubbo. Home of the shower bath. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only place I've had shower baths, to be honest. Um, I, w- I won't sit in a shower really On the all. ground. Like, if you're fucking assholes on the ground of the bath. Listen, yeah. I've had a couple of pina coladas, so I'll tell, I'll tell the truth. Unless I'm on the job. Well, that makes it. So is that, is that a frequent? Do you frequent the shower bath? Do you bring it back? That's not a shower. No, 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 not a shower bar. Sitting in the shower. <laughs> oh yeah, well that makes sense. Yeah. Well, you can't sit on nothing. You got to find, you know, like. Well, if you're sitting down in a the shower, then you're on the floor. Then you're on the floor. You're on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're on the job, then that that's where it'll be. Yeah. Well, in the shower, it can be. It can be. There's other ways. There are. There's options. There's options. There's options. But you know what I'm talking about. Shout out to Mama and Papa Simpson. He might be listening to their boy Boo talk. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. This is how I get paid, Ma and Pa. <laughs> Pina coladas. Honestly. Honesty. Hey. Honesty. Elite honesty. No, Elite no. honesty. Elite. Elite um, honesty. You're right. Unfortunately for me, you've seen my bath. It's a. It's not a bath for adults. Well, listen. If there I'm no sitting down listen, there, listen, listen, listen. If I'm sitting, if I'm sitting down, I'm playing away. You know what I mean? You've seen my bath too. Not. It's not right. That's true. Yeah. You're not sitting in my bath. <laughs> no. There's no way. Because ours are actual baths. Well, yours is a bath at least long ways, isn't it? Yeah, but it's still fucking shit. Probably got a similar sort of... It's still, like, like, it's still like round no. and armed If I was in fuck. mine, it'd be like a lilo, my legs hanging over the side. You're not chonging in that thing. But um, if I... But am I, but am I sitting down in the, sh- in the shower generally? No, never. No. It's not not play on, but if you're... It kind of is though. Like unless you're really hungover, it's not like a. I wouldn't. I'll do allow it. it, but it's the temperature control for me. You're losing fucking degrees. But it's dude. not a general thing you do. I'm in the. Sh- I'm going to have a shower and sit down in it. If you have showers and sit down regularly, you're a fucking freak show. Absolute. Like that's 1800 circus type. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Look Step at the right freak. up and see the freak <laughs> who sits down in the shower. <laughs> Can I tell you something? I am going to push it to the limit in the pursuit of truth. I personally am going to ask Dave to make me one more pina colada just to see what just to be sure. does to the yeah. storm. Now, nah, make us a couple more. You know what? Make me a Mai Tai. <laughs> no, we need... No, this is no, a... No, make is a one Mai Tai, one pina colada, and we'll work it out. But you won't swap a drink. You're a germaphobe. No, I'll sh- I'll share one. In. I'm, I'm at a I'm at a sharing. Remember, point. this is the pursuit of truth. I can't. We have need f- pina coladas. Make me a mai tai because I need to know you're needing convincing on the pina colada, whereas I'm needing convincing. No, on the I'm mai needing. Tai. Conv- no, I'm needing convincing on the can a man stomach three pina coladas back to back, which is what I'm staring down the barrel of, and you're joining me. Well, make make two Mai Tais, two no, pina no, coladas. two pina coladas. And two Mai Tais. To finish off, we just need a bit of a uh, sign update. Tom and Eddie's home of signs. As far as I'm aware, mine is still up in barrel. <laughs> you got a little fucking smack in the face. Isn't that weird? That we were like, listen, we know who took down the sign in Dubbo. We do know. And I've got to tell you, mate, I'm disappointed. Same. We actually I know, know you, the guy. I know that you say, oh, I had to do it because I was told. 
It reeks of you doing it because you heard of no, it. No, so listen. Funnily enough, as it turns out, the head of whatever body that's relevant to areas such as the entries to and from Dubbo, the head of that is a former uh, person who was in my year at school, year above you at school. What we did find out was that he was alerted to the sign by some uppity cocksucker from fucking the local town who couldn't, you know, didn't like what he saw. What shocked me was that it was taken down by this gentleman. It's fine. He's a nice human being from, like, I haven't seen him for fucking 15 years. Nice guy. But slap in the face well, from, a low, from a town to a favourite son. That's what's probably most disappointing is that a fellow a fellow townie. Has, Debonian. A Debonian has, has, has sort of ripped the guts out of, the, out of, you know, the entry to one of the, the entry to Dubbo at one point. But basically, like, send us a video going, you can come pick up the sign if you want. We go, Why don't you put it back it? up? Why don't you put it back up? Why don't you put it back up? And such was the craftsmanship. They actually couldn't take the whole thing out. They well, could just take the sign Well, off. the poles are in the ground because they were concreted in. They might yeah. be there forever. I, I was just a little bit disappointed, Tom, that a fellow Debonian wouldn't leave the sign in. That's all. Nothing more, nothing less. There's how many entries? The home of Tom, the home of Tom Birmingham, next to the barrel sign, next to the Don, is still up. There's people in community groups losing their fucking minds about it. It's still up. No one said bow fucking peep except well done in Dubbo, and you took it down. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. Whereas barrel, it seems currently. They're standing strong and going, we're not going to kowtow to some fucking old granny who's like, who the fuck's this? Exactly. They're all standing strong with me. Exactly. Just, um, a, li- just a little bit disappointed. No, it's all. very disappointed. But again, to send us a photo of the sign ripped off its hinges and go, hey, you want to come get it? No, put it back up. Put it back up. Put it back up. Have a fucking, have a laugh. And did, did you get a call? Yeah, did you? Or did, did you just you? hear us talk about it and you went and fucking... Eh, reeks of a ladder. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And not ladder, like climb a not ladder. Not a ladder. 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 Reeks of the ladder. Yeah. Boring. All boring, right. Boring. 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 <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Could you two just not talk anymore? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.